Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Prosperity Principles with your host, Ed Cruz. Each week, Ed and his company seek to educate Americans like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Ed wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Ed Cruz. Welcome to Prosperity Principles. I'm Edwin Cruz, your uh, retirement expert here for the uh, last 25 years in Central Florida, and uh, I have with me here Matt McClure. And you know, as we um, as we think about the uh, the summer coming up, we're, I'm already starting to think about hurricane preparation, the uh, afternoon thunderstorms. There's a lot happening here soon, Matt. So uh, what say you? Yeah, no, it's it's going to pick up pick up the pace here with the uh, tropics. Hopefully things won't be as busy as they have in kind of recent years here. But uh, yeah, I know for, for you all in Florida, that is uh, always top of mind as we approach the first of June. <laughs> it's, it's a special time of the year. And we want to welcome in all our listeners out in the Orlando area. And, uh, you know, you've been listening to me for a little while here. And if you have any questions, you know, please schedule a consultation today and uh, let's get to it. Yeah, let's do it. You can actually do that by calling 386-228-5769, 386-228-5769. That is the number, or you can go online to the website, myprosperityteam.com. Uh, that once again, myprosperityteam.com. And a lot of great stuff that you can request there as well, including the book, Annuity 360, which has a lot of great details about annuities, how they can help you in your retirement. You receive the free report that we've got for you on the 23 retirement cost cutters for 2023. Really got a lot of great ideas there for hanging on to more of your hard-earned money. And it is yours, absolutely free of charge, complimentary from Ed. Uh, when you schedule a consultation using either of those uh, contact methods that I just mentioned there. And of course, that book is a uh, it's a special book. You know, when you think about what the economy is doing today, uh, if you're worried about your retirement accounts, um, this is what this book will help you uh, uh, think about how to preserve, how to align yourself uh, with a lifetime income. It, it's a special read. And I encourage anyone out there listening that needs this extra help to give us a call. Yeah, and you can do that once again, 386-228-5769. Well, a lot to come here over this next hour, Ed, uh, of the show. We've got a little bit of a market update in just a bit. We've got uh, you know, the debt ceiling. There are those discussions uh, still happening. We're going to tell you why that matters and why it should matter. We'll have an inflation demonstration this time around, the Social Security Cost of Living Adjustment, or COLA, and that forecast for 2024. And we've got uh, an update on household debt. So we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about national debt with the debt ceiling, you know, and then we've got household debt to talk about. If you're planning to retire in a few years, we uh, share some tips as well to prepare for the future. And we'll also uh, check out this week in history if we get time uh, as long uh, along with, I should say, a Memorial Day weekend uh, travel update. It's going to be a busy one. So uh, we'll look forward to that. But first, Let's get things kicked off, as per usual, with our quote of the week. And now for some financial wisdom 
It's time for the quote of the week. And those wise words this time around, Ed, come from Bobby Knight, obviously a figure in the sports world, uh, born in 1940, 82 years old now. Uh, He's a retired basketball coach, uh, Olympics, college as well, known, obviously, for his very intense coaching style. Bobby Knight uh, said this one time, quote, the will to succeed is important, but what's more important is the will to prepare. Ooh, that's applicable not only in sports, but also in finances. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of times where you just can't get it going. And uh, all it takes is that one little one little kick in the rear, right, um, to, to, to do the work, to prepare. And, and once you get going, it tends to be the most the most gratifying time when, when you finally get to it and and uh, and prepare properly and, and, and execute. Um, but Bobby Knight, man, if you've never, if anyone out there ever watched Bobby Knight coach, um, you didn't always agree with his style, you know, throwing a chair or, you know, getting in ref space or whatever it might be. But boy, was he a show to watch. Uh, very intense. Uh, you got to like the guy, but there are things that you just don't like about him. <laughs> But he was definitely entertaining. That is for sure. Um, absolutely. Yeah, the whole chair throwing thing. Uh, very famous. And, you know, just uh, just uh, I'm trying to think of the, the best way to say it. I guess just passion, just a lot of passion for what he was doing. Uh, agree with agree with it or not. Uh, it was uh, just a very, very passionate coach. Uh, but yeah, those are some wise words from him. So, you know, there's a lot of talk uh, lately here about the debt ceiling. So. Let's let's talk about it here in, in our context as to, you know, what exactly is the debt ceiling and why does it matter? And start start to break this down for us, if you will. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it does matter. The debt ceiling in the in the United States is a is a, a statutory limit on the amount of debt that the U.S. Department of Treasury can issue to cover the existing obligations of the federal government. And uh, somehow that just seems to grow year after year after year. I always wonder, why isn't there a pause in spending in some way, shape or form? You know, uh, when, when we do budgets for our household, you know, don't we can't we kind of carry that over? Even if there's a little extra inflation, we already have a little built in fluff that we can kind of knock off the edges here and kind of just put it towards our budget. So I don't understand why the government can't do it, but somehow, some way they can't and um, and they won't. You know, it's. Um, it's essentially a cap on the total amount of money that the government can borrow to fund its operations. And uh, some of these operations, I always say, are totally unnecessary. The U.S. hit its debt ceiling or debt limit in January. The, uh, the nation may run out of money to pay all of its bills soon, January 1st, the so-called X date. The government wouldn't be able to pay everyone on time. Uh, but remember, as I always tell people, uh, they will get paid. Uh, you know, it might be a little uh, a little in arrears, but they will get paid. Trust me. Uh, it's it's most uh, likely prioritized um, uh, payments to investors holding U.S. Treasury bonds uh, to avoid a technical default and uh, more widespread financial volatility. You know, payments such as um, Social Security, Medicare, uh, tax refunds, military salaries, and um, and others would be would likely be delayed. Um, but like I said, they're going to get it. It's just delayed. Democrats and Republicans haven't reached an agreement to raise or suspend the debt ceiling uh, and avoid that outcome. So, you know, what can we expect? You know, as as um, the, the Wall Street watches this, you know, we, we just see how the uh, the mood swings 
on Wall Street. And, um, uh, you know, again, if you have a retirement account and, you know, you're looking at it as, as um, something you want to lock in secure and make sure it doesn't go anywhere, um, you know, there's a, a lot more chatter about other things. We talk about this debt ceiling. We could tie in digital currency. There's a lot of things to talk about here, but um, we don't have time for it all. But again, if you need to secure your your 401k, your IRA, uh, you're ready to re retire this summer. It's time that you act sooner than later uh, so that you're not taking a, a discounted retirement. Yeah, that's definitely not. Uh, so, you know, discounts can be a good thing uh, when you're, you know, maybe shopping, uh, you've got a, a birthday or an anniversary or something coming up, you got to you gotta shop for. Those are, discounts are great there, uh, but you don't want a discount on your on your retirement. You want all of the uh, money that you plan for uh, and hopefully then some uh, when you when you get there. So that that is the idea and the plan anyway. And it's going to be difficult. You know, we, we talked there about uh, the debt ceiling. So we're, so we're talking about this huge amount of debt that the federal government owes right now. Boy, talk about another huge amount here, Ed. Household debt has now surpassed $17 trillion for the very first time. And I can imagine that's going to make people planning for their retirement, having that retirement that they've dreamed of, make that more difficult in a lot of cases. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, all this debt continues to go up both nationally and in the household uh, because of rising interest rates. And so, you know, we have to we have to take a strong look at the way that we're uh, the way that we're spending our dollars. Uh, where are we putting the extras into? You know, are we paying off existing debt? You know, what are we doing? Um, American debt levels, although continue to climb to new heights at a time when economic conditions are becoming increasingly less stable, Again, we talked about how the debt ceiling does matter, how that creates a mood swing in the stock market. And, um, and you know, it tends to affect the household. You know, that household debt balance uh, set a fresh record high of $17.05 trillion during the first quarter, growing $148 billion or close to 1%, 0.9% from the fourth quarter of last year, uh, which is a significant number. Um, and the Federal Reserve Bank of New York just reported that on Monday. So the debt load has spiked by $2.9 trillion since the end of 2019. And um, let's see here, during the first quarter, the increases in debt were seen across practically all categories with larger and record balances for mortgages, home equity lines of credit, auto loans, student loans, retail cards, and other consumer loans. So you know, it's uh, there, there's such a thing as healthy debt, um, but we're just seeing a lot of unhealthy debt at this time. Yeah. You know, you've got the, all those different categories that you mentioned and really people racking up uh, the retail cards, consumer loans, things like that. Um, you know, you expect those the things like mortgages and car loans. Those are sort of the, you know, your your uh, everyday things. But then when you get into stuff like, uh, you know, running up high credit card bills, uh, retail cards, things like that. A lot of times, and especially during the pandemic, when a lot of people, you know, were out of work, maybe lost their jobs or whatever, um, were really suffering and had to rely on a home equity line of credit or a credit card or whatever to to just to get by. And now they might be having a hard time paying off that debt. So, boy, that's that's just um, that's not a fun situation to be in. No, and you know, over the past. A couple of weeks, I've spoken to a number of self-employed individuals from 
uh, small businesses, tile stores, um, acoustics installers, um, builders. I've spoken to a number of small businesses and they do see business slowing down. So, you know, um, some way, somehow people are spending less in those areas, but somehow they're still racking up the debt and, and people that used to work the extra overtime, um, they're starting to see that they're not needed for that overtime. The orders aren't coming in. So it's a domino effect. And, you know, these are these are the signs that, that start happening before um, before recession. And I hate to use the word because um, we've already seen somewhat of a somewhat of a, a, a light recession. But this can surely deepen um, after this summer. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that, that, that's the the R word, you know, that we don't like to use. But it's uh, you know, a bit of a reality check here when you see what's going on um, in the economy. And if it doesn't technically happen, it seems like we're going to be close to it there. Um, so, with that being the case, and and with you know people facing financial turmoil, regardless of what uh, you know whether or not we're technically in a recession or not. What are some quick tips that you might have here, uh, Ed, for folks to, first of all, avoid debt when, when at all possible and avoid that financial stress that comes along with that heavy debt load? Yeah, and we've talked about this before. You know, in times of surplus, um, we should always make sure that we create that emergency fund that can cover three to six months of expenses, right? It, just because you have it, have the extra, that overtime, uh, the extra business as a self-employed person, you have to put away for the rainy day. And um, we're seeing that now that a lot of people didn't do that during times of surplus. And that that's what leads to that that extra uh, um, stress. You, you know, you have to establish a household budget and you have to stick to it. Just like I said earlier about our federal government, you know, somehow they just don't know how to stick to a budget. And we, the people, have to uh, pay for that. And uh, uh, and that's the reason that they keep on spending, because it's not their money. And it's always easy to spend somebody else's money. Uh, we all know that, um, you know, in time to surplus, we should be paying off our our high interest debts, um, especially credit card debt. You know, like I always say, if, if you have multiple cards, start with the smallest one, gain that victory, then move on to the next one. And uh, before you know it, you will get out of out of that credit card debt, out of that financial struggle. Um, and you need to do that as soon as possible, especially now. If you have, if you do have some of that surplus, uh, you might want to take part of it and get rid of at least, you know, that one small debt that you have that's costing you that additional $25, $50, dollars a month. Trust me, that comes in handy. It adds up throughout throughout the uh, the months ahead. And um, you know, make regular contributions uh, to your um, short-term and long-term savings goals. You should have a goal. If you don't have one, you know, sit down, you know, write down what your budget looks like. Look at that surplus. Get that extra $25, $50 a month into some type of a savings plan. Um, again, these are ways that if you create a, a, some extra surplus, you're going to be able to um, lower your debt. You're going to be able to eliminate or at least lower your stress levels. Yeah. And, and that's so, so important, especially, um, you know, really anytime, but especially in uh, economic times, like we're seeing sort of, you know, headed our way right now and that we're even in right now uh, to an extent as well. Um, but despite all of that, we've got millions and millions of people, uh, even, even with their, you know, their credit card debt, their home equity lines of credit run up and all that stuff. 
uh, millions of people preparing for the unofficial start of summer because Memorial Day weekend, believe it or not, I feel like we just had the, the first of the year. I feel like it was just the brand new year not long ago. But now we're talking about Memorial Day already, and it's going to be a busy one. Um, people apparently not afraid to spend a little money to hit the road or get on a plane and go somewhere for a long weekend. You know, if you had a, a pocket full of cash and you were spending it as, you know, as, as you went on and it got thinner, you'd be a little more cautious. But when you're using a card, it's a whole lot, it's a whole lot easier. And uh, there was truly an intent to get away from cash and go into a card. It's a whole lot easier to spend when you're just whipping out a card and seeing the, the bill at the end of the month. Um, but, you know, I, I say I tell people if you have a credit card, review it weekly online. Look at what you're, you know, what you're spending on, um, you know, have a budget even on that credit card. How much how much can you spend on a monthly basis and pay off at the end of the month? If you're not there, if, if, it, if you can't pay it off, then you need to trim down how you use that card. And the only way to do it is to keep an eye on it on a monthly basis. But getting back to uh, Memorial Day weekend, um, yeah, it does feel like the uh, year just started, as you said. And uh, that signs of age, you know. That oh, yeah, thing, right? I, I am well aware. <laughs> As we get older, that time just flies by a little quicker. And uh, yeah, millions are preparing to uh, to hit the road and uh, take those cards out and maybe get a little cash out of the bank and, and, and do the extra traveling to, uh, especially here in Central Florida, Disney or, or, or Wet n' Wild or whatever the parks are that are out there. Uh, Wet n' Wild's out, out of the picture, by the way. I just... That just came out, but <laughs> Force um, habit. it just goes to show what's on my mind. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there are a lot of travelers and AAA expects that there's going to be somewhere in the $42.3 million million American range uh, traveling 50 miles or more from home over the holiday weekend. And, um, you know, chances are I won't be one of those because, you know, if if anyone that for anyone that lives here in Central Florida, you know what I-4 looks like. And if you're going to go from the East Coast to the West Coast or West Coast to the East Coast, um, you're just sitting in traffic for a very long time. So that's not pleasant. For, but for all the outsiders, well, enjoy it because um, <laughs> we'll be hearing about you on TV. <laughs> you're like, be better you than me. <laughs> better you than me. That's right. That's a, By the way, that's a 7% increase over 2022 uh, or about 2.7 million more people. And I would have to say that as we've gotten away from the pandemic, and for some people that didn't travel last year, the year before, I mean, they're just breaking out. So, you know, it's easy to understand why people are traveling. Uh, just hopefully they're doing it in a wise way. The automotive and travel research group says that an early sign of what travelers should expect this summer, and that's congestion, right? Air travel is expected also to be up 11% over last year, um, with about 3.4 million people expected to fly over the holiday weekend. And the AAA says that this Memorial Day weekend could be the busiest at airports since 2005. So this is well before pre-pandemic, you know, um, things that happened and even the uh, the previous um, um, bad recession that we had. So, you know, looking at 2005, I mean, we're, we're talking 18 years ago. That's some time ago. So um, if we could only turn back that clock on that. <laughs> AAA's best advice is to plan ahead and have those B's and, and uh, plan B's and plan C's in effect, knowing that potentially you could run into delays or cancellations at the airport. 
Um, the first flight in the morning is likely to have fewer disruptions than later flights and choosing not to check a bag can also help. Um, if you and your family plan to hit the road this Memorial Day, please drive safely and consider leaving early to beat the traffic and avoid delays. Again, if you're going to do that on I-4, be on the road by 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it really, it really does come down to that. Uh, if, if you don't plan early, if I'm going to go across the state, I'm leaving early. I, I'm definitely not waiting. By midday, you're just uh, you're you're just sitting on that parking lot out there called Interstate. 40. Yeah, that, that's right. You have to, and, and you have to leave early, and and that uh, you know goes for the flights as well as they said there. You know, the, that first flight in the morning has uh, less of a chance, much less of a chance than uh, being delayed than the flight in the evening, like the last flight at night. Because uh, oh, it could be just a chain reaction of things that happen over the day uh, to that uh, plane that's that's coming for you if you're late at night. So if the crew has to work overtime or whatever, they may reach their limit of hours that they can work. They might not have a crew to put on the plane. Um, it just is too late to fly. So, you know, it's, uh, any number of things can happen. So early, early, early is best. Yeah, the last time I flew to the Caribbean, I hate taking early flights. This was an early flight. Um I was uh, I was on my way already to the Caribbean at 6:30 a.m., which was early. But I will say, once you're there, you kind of appreciate it. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, those early flights, for as much as we don't want to do them, um, you will find the advantage and and you'll appreciate it later. Yeah, I kind of like them too because you get there and you've you've got like the full day. You know, you don't feel like you've wasted all day traveling and everything. So yeah, get there, uh, but just get there as we say safely. And uh, you'll be you'll be in good shape. And also remember, as we've been saying as well, plan, plan, plan for your finances as well. Don't overdo it. Want to know where your hard earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. And so for our inflation demonstration this time around, we've got a bit of a, an update here and a forecast anyway uh, for the Social Security COLA. That's the cost of living adjustment. Ed, walk us through this. It's it's not um, expected to be as big as this past year's, of course, which was uh, a near record high in the uh, increase there. Yeah, you know, as um, as inflation cools down, obviously we're not seeing that spike from the levels that we were beyond that. So we're definitely going to see uh, some differences, or at least uh, retirees are going to see this difference. This article was put out by the uh, Hill.com. Social Security's recipients shouldn't expect 2024's cost of living adjustments, the COLA adjustment, to be as significant as 2023's, despite warnings that beneficiaries are losing the, their uh, purchasing power. The 2024 COLA um, is projected to be around 3.1%, according to Mary Johnson, the Social Security analyst for the Senior Citizens League in a, uh, a new um, news uh, release issued last week. Johnson went on to also say that the consumer price index, the CPI, does not accurately reflect the rising cost of items that older Americans more frequently spend their money on, including, and not limited to, prescription drugs, food, housing, or dental services, which are generally not covered by Medicare. The uh, Senior Citizens League, a nonpartisan senior advocacy group, has for years based its estimations of upcoming COLA increases on data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics and specifically its consumer price indexes. 
the uh, same data, which is ultimately used by the Social Security Administration, determines its annual COLA increases. The 2023 increase, if we all remember, uh, was at 8.7%, the largest COLA increase in over four decades, partially um, thanks to supply, supply chain disruptions, which we don't all appreciate, uh, which fueled soaring inflation amid the uh, pandemic. And uh, according to the Senior Citizen League, for every $100 a retired household spent on groceries in 2000, that household uh, can only buy about $64 worth today. So, yeah, you know, any, anyone on a fixed uh, income definitely needed that uh, that COLA adjustment, a rather large one. And uh, my parents were all giddy about it, but I told them, I said, hey, it's all going. It's coming in one door and out the other. So it all equals out, right? The, the official COLA won't be announced until October uh, before going into effect in January, but that's a little outlook on what's um, what's to be expected. And again, you know, they're looking at year over year where even though things are expensive, you know, year over year is the way they look at this. And um, so at this point, we're not planning to see a, a, a large movement here in Social Security. Yeah, bit of a bump, but nothing like last time around where we had that 8.7% uh, increase, as you said. And um, yeah, it's it's um, it's a help, obviously, to people who are on Social Security, people who are living on that you know, fixed income, especially if they, if they live on Social Security as a main source of income in their retirement. Uh, boy, that means that means the world. Um, but the, the the flip side there, as you uh, heard in that article from that from that expert, is that it doesn't necessarily reflect the increases being as as high as they really are for the stuff that that you know retirees actually buy. So <laughs> that's that's what. When you go out shopping or go do anything, look at the price of gasoline. We're we're sitting still at what in the mid threes. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's that's expensive for regular gas. And if you have a vehicle that requires a premium, uh, obviously you're well over four dollars. So, you know, that there's um, there's got to be a, a point where, um, you know, where we sit down and, and um, uh, don't drive as much and hopefully uh, lessen that demand so that so that those costs, you know, that cost of fuel goes down. Yeah. And of course, obviously one thing that we'll advocate here on the show is uh, for you as our listeners, not to be reliant on social security as your only source of income in retirement. We want to help you plan and, and, you know, make a, make a better retirement for yourself, really the retirement that you deserve. And you can get in touch with Ed for a free consultation. Go to myprosperityteam.com. Once again, the website is myprosperityteam, all one word.com, or you can give them a call at 386-228-5769. Now, Ed, if people are planning to retire in a few years, obviously we've talked so far on the show today about you know some of the struggles that people might be uh, facing if that is the case uh, for them because of you know greater economic uh, uh, issues that are happening both globally here in this country uh, in, in our in our own neighborhoods, as you just mentioned, with gas prices being very very high, it's it's all you know trickling down to us, and and we're feeling the brunt of it here. So if people are are approaching retirement just in those in the next few years from now, let's go through some things here that they should do, and we've actually got a few steps. Uh, actually three steps here that that our listeners can do that I think are very important. So start here. What's step one? Well, absolutely. Meet with a financial professional advisor. Make someone 
um, you know, um, the person that you can rely on. If, if you haven't been able to accomplish these things, um, you really need to sit with someone and get that budget down, uh, start your income planning. You know, it, you might have a, a, a bucket of money sitting at, at your uh, uh, at your current job there. And uh, but you don't know what that's going to translate in, you know, as far as income, who's going to manage that income for you? How do you know when you're going to run out of money? Would you like to be in a position where you never run out of money? That's why you need to sit down with a financial uh, professional. Um, you know, you need to schedule a meeting with us. Um, this is what we do. You know, we can help answer any initial question and, and help you get started uh, on developing a smart retirement plan. You know, imagine if if I told you, hey, if you took a portion of your assets right now, we can make sure that on that on the income side, we can give you a 20 percent bonus and guarantee you eight percent per year up to 10 years. So when you go to retire, you know that you have X amount of dollars on a monthly basis. You know, these are the things that we can that we can walk you through. We can show you exactly without a doubt what your minimum income would be when you retire. If you need someone to help you do that, give us a call. That's what we're here for. You know, let's assess your current financial situation. Let's consider what type of income you're living on now. What are you going to need when you retire? What are your expenses now? What what can we expect to see as, as far as your expenses when you retire? Your assets, your liabilities. Let's, let's evaluate your retirement readiness. You know, are there things that we need to pay off? Um, are there things that we can take our time with, you know, knowing that it, throughout these years, that debt is going to be gone. You know, sit down, set realistic retirement goals. You know, some people, you know, here's $100,000 and uh, in 10 years, I need this to be a million dollars. We're 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 not going to go there. You know, <laughs> we need to set realistic goals in every way. Growth, income, you know, what you can pay off. You know, let, let's not let's not get off on on fairy tale land here. You know, we need to to, to really, you know, uh, uh, be honest with each other on what can be accomplished, what should be accomplished, and then go from there. Let let us help you establish and reach achievable financial goals based on your assets, your desired lifestyle, and your timeline for retirement. You know, just as you know, if you invest $100,000, well, in 10 years, it could be $200,000. Just don't expect that from one year to the other, you're going to make 25%. Again, that's unrealistic. If, if we look at um, um, the, the, the value of, of money over time, you know, that's exactly what what's required, time. You, you can't expect that to happen in six, nine, 12 months. Give it time. We, we, can, we can show you how we can get to a certain point achieve what you're looking for and guarantee it. And so, you know, again, let's be realistic about this. Let's sit down with someone that can help you put a plan together. And I know a guy who can do that for you. That's Edwin Cruz. And you can give him a call at 386-228-5769, 386-228-5769, or go online to myprosperityteam.com. Well, uh, number two here, Ed, in our steps to take before you retire, if you are one of those people, and there are plenty of you out there, we know it, uh, who are planning to retire over the next few years. So make adjustments to your portfolio as necessary. That's step two. It's not necessarily one of those 
set it and forget it kind of situations, as the old infomercial would say, you got to be willing to to make some changes as things and, and circumstances change too. Absolutely. You know, after some stress test and, and analysis on your current investment and retirement plans, we will present different options to consider based on, on your goals and risk tolerance. You know, I, I just spoke to uh, was about a week and a half ago uh, with a gentleman. Uh, he's already a client of mine. He's going to be retiring, you know, um, a, a top level guy from a company here. Uh, I won't name names. And obviously there's a there's a lot of money sitting there. And he, his concerns are, again, what is this market going to do here in the near future? Uh, I plan on retiring here uh, coming up in a couple months. He wants to start shifting assets, uh, you know, before any before he receives, like we said before, a discount on his on his retirement. So, you know, things change. Times change. Remember, they always say timing is everything. Well, for him, it, it really is critical uh, that he does something sooner than later. He doesn't want to sit on it. He wants to shore up what his income is going to be. Um, he has deferred comp. He has, you know, f- uh, 401k. He has IRAs. And we just need to sit down and finalize, and finalize a plan. Now, part of it, because we've already been working with it, we were able to say, here's where this income is going to be. Here's the income gap. We need X amount of dollars to fill that income gap. Now we need X amount of dollars to make sure that you have savings for healthcare needs. Uh, there's a lot of things that we can set aside for, you know, he has money to, to set aside for vacations and annually have X amount of dollars for vacation. So we're setting up all types of funds for him. But again, you need to sit down, see where you are, put a plan together, divvy things up, make sure it's done properly. Um, and again, going into your investments, you need to diversify your investments, right? You, you always hear, don't put all your eggs in one basket. So let us help you find comfortable balances of both smart risk and, and smart, safe investments. You'll want to have a, a good offense and a great defense, right? You know, consider implementing a, a Roth uh, conversion strategy. Uh, if your retirement savings is, is most, mostly sitting in tax deferred accounts, this will help you avoid future tax increases. Uh, and generate tax-free income. Also, with a Roth IRA, there are never required minimum distributions, which again, help to lower your your, uh, tax exposure when you retire. So there's a lot of ways that we can help you. There's a lot of ideas that we can share with you, but it starts with you. You have to pick up the phone, call, and, and schedule an appointment so that we can get a plan started for you. Yeah, and it's all about, you know, people uh, who are listening who are interested, and I know that there are many, because I because I just know I'm sort of psychic like that, um, that they're interested in really maximizing retirement savings, learning what a, a Roth conversion could do for them uh, if it's right in their particular situation. Uh, it can really, uh, you know, be helpful, can save a lot on, on taxes uh, in retirement. You know, get in touch with Edwin Cruz. Uh, go to myprosperityteam.com, call 386 228 5769. Either one of those uh, contact methods works, and you can schedule a, a free consultation today. He's going to work with you, build that retirement plan that's going to be good for you and for your family. And all of those, as I say, all those meetings are complimentary. You're only going to work with Ed if it is best for you. I mean, that, and that's really the thing here, Ed, is that. 
when you go through this process, it's not like you're going to force somebody to work with you. It's only if it's going to be, you know, a mutually beneficial thing and particularly beneficial for them, um, because that's, that's what your job is. You know, as, as you said, this is what you do. Absolutely. And it happens, you know, I'll sit down with people and they've already met with other, you know, other financial um, equals of mine. And I've looked at their plans and say, you know, this is what I would have offered. It's pretty much identical to what you have and you're in good hands. And they look at me a little funny sometimes, like we're expecting to hear you, you know, say this or that or, but you know, if the plan is right, I'm not, I'm not there to destroy a good plan. I'm there to enhance a plan. If there's, if, if three out of four are good, uh, and there's one area that we can tweak and, and improve upon, then, then we will. Um, but if there's no need to, uh, I'm not, I'm not there to, uh, you know, to create havoc because that's what it's going to create confusion. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's just not healthy for anyone. And, uh, and I don't want to also, uh, have to, to, to be questioned by someone over doing something silly. We don't want to do that. We, uh, we, we want you to, if you're dealing with a good person, trust that they did a good job for you. Um, if there's an area that we can improve, doesn't mean that, um, that that person did a bad job for you. It may have been that they were limited to what they can offer you. Um, and we have to look at it that way. We have, some of us have access to, to uh, companies that some agents just don't. And when you are part of that group, uh, you're a, a little more in an in, in elite company with elite products um, and solutions for for clients. So, you know, again, it's it's not the person you're dealing with that's bad. Um, or it, it just might be that there's something out there that's just a little better. And uh, and I would be able to help you with that. So, you know, let's let's develop something that works for you. Um, let's let's uh, talk about your Social Security. Are you maximizing that? Um you know, we can help you get the best benefit for your needs. Um, let us consider other retirement income sources. You know, you might have a pension. Uh, you may, you're going to receive Social Security, but what are you doing with that IRA? Um, are you just going to make withdrawals? Do you want an income stream from that? Let, let's talk about that. You know, let us help you establish uh, your own personal pension plan um, to provide you with the income that you're going to need for life. So, you know, there are, there are different things that we can that we can, you know, go around, address, uh, enhance. But again, I'll always say we don't do anything that you don't want to do. I'm not an arm twister. You know, I, we're going, we're just going to speak the truth and then let you decide. Yeah. Which is the way that it should be there. And, and, uh, that was, uh, those three steps, uh, to, uh, you know, take care of if you are planning to retire in a few years. Again, number one, meet with a financial professional. Uh, number two, make adjustments as necessary to your uh, retirement plan. Also develop an income plan, plan for social security, check for those income gaps. That's all very, very important stuff. And once again, it all begins with you reaching out to Edwin Cruz and and just um, just talking. I mean, this is when somebody reaches out for a, that free consultation that we talk about here, Ed, it's not, um, you know, going to be you asking them, you know, you're sitting in, sitting in a little interrogation room with a light shining in their face and asking them all these. It's it's kind of a getting to know you sort of a thing at first, and then you can can work your way into to more details, decide if you want to work together. Yeah, if I don't know your lifestyle, if I don't know your goals, if if I don't know what is it you're trying to accomplish, how can I recommend anything, right? So we'll have pleasant conversation. I'm sure we'll have some laughs together. 
And at the end of the day, if it just doesn't work out, if you're in good hands, we'll shake hands and we'll and we'll leave as friends. And you know, it may come a, there may come a time where uh, something something new comes up, and I might be able to reach out and say, "Hey, by the way, I remember the plan that you had, and here's something here's something new that came out. It's it's a it's groundbreaking in the industry, and maybe it's something that you want to take a look at to enhance your portfolio. Uh, you just never know why we met." It may not be today that you need me. It might be five, 10 years from now. But you know what? If we meet and you have my number, you need me in the future uh, because things have changed or I see something that has changed and I come out and I reach out to you, um, you just never know why we were meant to, to meet. But um, the bottom line is take the first step. And we'll go from there. And that first step is as easy as going to myprosperityteam.com. That's myprosperityteam.com, or you can call 386-228-5769. Once again, 386-228-5769. Well, um, so, you know, we've covered uh, quite a bit and quite a bit still here to cover, uh, Ed, um, because I, I think this is super important. To, to talk about and something that I don't think necessarily gets talked about enough because and obviously, you know, we talk because the, the focus of this show is talking about people's financial health. Part of their overall health is is staying mentally sharp. And that really is something that can help when you're you know trying to tackle your, your finances, uh, you know, in, in your later years, getting a hold of that is uh, very, very important. So there are three good habits here that we want to talk about to stay mentally sharp in retirement. The first one is really important for your mental and your emotional health too, I think, and that is stay connected with your community. Absolutely. And I just last month had a, had a client that moved to a, an assisted living facility and I questioned why she did it because she still, you know, she says, oh, well, you know, my nephew says that, um, that I'm not as sharp as I used to be. I say, you know what? I say that about myself 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, I'm not as sharp today as I used to be 10 years ago. It's true. It happens to all of us. But, you know, the more I speak to her, the more the more I say she really doesn't need to be in this type of community. But at the same time, I am encouraging her to, uh, to connect to people, to meet new people. And that will help her sharpen up you know, her mind and, uh, you know, spending too much isolated and disconnected from other people can significantly, significantly impact a person's health, including an increase of 50% in the risk of developing dementia for older adults. A 2020 report says that about one quarter of, of adults over the age of 65 are socially isolated. And we all know that's not healthy. Consider using some of your newfound uh, free time to take free classes on subjects that interest you. Uh, you're never too old to, to learn new tricks, no matter what they say. Uh, do uh, some volunteering at your church or local nonprofit uh, that you support. And for her, I told her, um, sitting there at the assisted living place, you might want to find things that you can help staff do. Um, you know, they, they, they love her to death. She's always, uh, the way that she exercises, instead of taking the, the elevator up and down the four floors, she walks the corridors of the halls she walks up the four flights of steps, down the four flights of steps, and uh, and she has a little group now following her in this assisted living. No one ever did that before. So she's making friends through fitness, and I think that's wonderful. I love that. Um, you know, reconnect with uh, with friends and family by going on, as I just said, walks or arranging other 
uh, weekly meetups uh, with loved ones. So uh, I just find it fascinating that we're, we're talking about this just as I had the conversation here recently, telling her to just stay involved, do this, do that. And here she is. Uh, she told me about her little group. And and uh, so, yeah, it's it's um, it's something that we need to consider. Uh, yeah. Just stay in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and that's a, a great uh, thing. It just reminded me, too, of my, my aunt who went into an assisted living facility. As a matter of fact, she and her husband, uh, my uncle, obviously, uh, moved into a, uh, a, an assisted living facility together not all that long ago. Um, and then a few months into their stay there, he unfortunately passed away. So I was just really worried about her and, and, you know, her loneliness and all that. Well, we went to visit her a few weeks back on right around Easter and she was introducing us to everybody and said, Oh, this is where we do this activity and giving us a little tour of everything. And I'm like, you know what, despite it all, she's doing great because she's remaining connected. So, and that's the thing, especially if you, you know, get into a situation like that where you lose your spouse, you feel like you're all alone, put yourself out there and, and meet new people, as you say, and uh, just stay connected. Yeah. That's right. And then you stay active, right? Don't stop moving. Um, it, just like this client has done. So even if exercise wasn't always or ever it must do uh, while you were working, it's not too late. No matter your age, uh, making exercise a priority, uh, whether that's working out at the gym, uh, hiking, swimming, or whatever activity you choose, you'll achieve a higher later life cognitive state. According to a recent study published in the Journal of Neurology, neurosurgery, and psychiatry. Here are some of the most popular sports uh, and activities among retirees in the U.S. today. And obviously, I encouraged her. She's a little afraid of the water, this client that I've been telling you about. Uh, I told her, I said, get in there, you know, stay in the shallow area, learn how to swim back and forth, and just get more comfortable. I said, it's it's a great exercise, um, obviously swimming. And this, uh, this whole craze of pickleball, now, obviously, that's a lot more challenging on the body, um, just like tennis would be. But, uh, you know, it's uh, if you go here up in uh, up to the villages and I know my listeners know where that is, uh, they'll have these little pickleball um, uh, uh, contests. The, the, these people are all into it and right next to the softball stadium, which is uh, where I like to hang out. So uh, it's interesting. You go up there and you could watch you could watch these seniors just do almost anything and everything. And, and, and it's enjoyable. So um, golf, uh, obviously, is one of those big ones that will keep you walking out on the greens, uh, taking that swing, realigning your back. You won't need a chiropractor, <laughs> as I say. <laughs> uh, cycling, uh, you know, obviously uh, could be an expensive sport, but uh, cycling definitely helps to keep you uh, in, in great shape. Hiking, walking, you know, here, you know, we're, we're kind of flat here in, in Central Florida. So as far as hiking, that's kind of out of the picture, but walking, obviously, uh, yoga, uh, good good for the mind, good for the stretch. Uh, bowling, just watch out if you have a chronic back. Uh, you need to be careful when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. Do the uh, old two-handed bowling if you if you can. If you still love that sport, you want to do that. My dad used to do that a lot uh, too. He loved it. So a great way to stay active there. And and number three on this uh, list of things to do uh, to help you stay mentally sharp. Uh, in your retirement years, avoid stress. And I know that it can seem pretty impossible to avoid stress altogether in, in the world today, um, but as much of it as you can, uh, avoid it because it can really take a toll. Yeah, we touched on, on stress a little bit earlier, right? But uh, you have to have sometimes, just have to have a, a short memory. You just have to let it go. 
you know, if you're holding on to things, obviously that's going to create stress. And, uh, you know, it's important to cut back on stress, uh, but also avoid creating new stressors for yourself. You know, keep the uh, retirement budget um, set with 72% of Americans feeling stressed about money, uh, as documented in the American Psychological Association Stress in America report. It's best to keep your finances in control. Um, even if you're already retired, it's not too late to meet with a financial uh, advisor or professional. Uh, we can um, provide you with free information and consultations to help sleep, help you sleep at night, uh, knowing that you're on track to meet your goals and cover your expenses as you age. And, you know, I tell people all the time, just because you're retired doesn't mean you're too old for some, some advice. The financial world just moves so rapidly that if, if you're not listening to, to the, the new things that are in the marketplace, you're really missing out. You know, if you think about um, fixed annuities back 25 years ago and you look at them today, things have changed. If you look at uh, fixed index annuities, boy, have things changed. And if you look at life insurance, uh, things that weren't available um, until about 15 years ago, the first 10 years weren't even available uh, when I was in the in this industry, uh, ways to actually um, grow wealth, create income. There's just so much moving all the time. So you should sit down with someone, whether you're close to retirement, just retired, or, or 10, 15 years into retirement, there might be something out there that can help you. So don't let it stop you. Yeah. And that's the big thing here is that there could be something out there uh, for you that you don't even know exists because a few years back, maybe when you started, uh, you know, planning for retirement, it didn't, as you said. And, and that's um, that's the thing, you know, as far as annuities go, especially, they have gotten kind of a bad rap here over the last, uh, you know, several, probably several decades. And that's because I think a lot of that opinion is probably based on some of those older um, products that really uh, are are surpassed quite a substantial amount by what's out there on the market today. I mean, you just look at a FIA out there. Just, just a couple of years ago, if you added some of the uh, riders that were on there and all, you could be sitting at three and a half percent in fees. Mm -hmm. um, we have products today with income riders that have no fees. And I'm just talking four to six years ago. Um, just things have changed that rapidly. Um, if, you know, you might say, well, you know, what could I be involved in? Well, have you heard of, of, of the new artificial intelligence? Um, a little bit, a little bit freaks me out. I'm not going to say it, it's not, but technology is moving so fast. Why not participate in an index that gives you artificial intelligence? It was not available until about a year ago or the NASDAQ index with no, with no uh, caps limits on them. Um, the S&P 500, uh, again, there's just so many things that have changed um, going from caps to participation rates. And if you don't understand what that is, that's why we need to sit down and talk. But there's the, the, the sky's the limit. Uh, and, you know, I've seen people well into the double digits and returns, um, you know, and then when you hit a bad year, as we have over the past 12 months, um, how would you like to say that? Zero was your hero. You didn't lose a penny. Meanwhile, while you sit there on the on the brokerage side, you may have lost 10, 15, 20 percent. So there are there are significant differences in what we do versus uh, historically what's been taught and what's out there. 
And uh, that's what we want to show you. Yeah, it's all about education and learning what's out there. And you can uh, start that journey once again by going to myprosperityteam.com or call 386-228-5769. And if you're someone who finds yourself in that retirement red zone, you know, we talk about the red zone when we talk about football a lot, but the retirement red zone is if you're five years uh, within either side of retirement, so five years before or after retirement, it's really a, a great time to consult with somebody like an Edwin Cruz, who is a financial professional, does this kind of thing every day, and he can answer your question, as he said, help you minimize those fees and much, much more. Once again, go to MyProsperityTeam.com or call 386-228-5769. It's This Week in History. So as always, you know, something's always happening and uh, in, in our history as we look at it. And this week, no different, uh, Ed. We go back here a couple of days to May 19th. And a historic moment, uh, Charles Lindbergh and Amelia Earhart on May 19th um, flew over the Atlantic in record-setting times. They actually did it in different years. So on, on uh, this date, 1927, Charles Lindbergh um, flew over the Atlantic, made the trip from Long Island to Paris in 33 and a half hours. Then five years later, on the exact same date, Earhart became the first female aviator to achieve that same uh, feat, flying from Newfoundland, New, Newfoundland, Canada, rather, easy for me to say, to Londonderry, Northern Ireland in 14 hours and 56 minutes. So she cut it in half. Can you imagine making those first trips flying across that way? I mean, you have to have nerves of steel to do that type of Absolute thing. Absolute steel, I mean, yes. There's, there's no way you would get me to do that. Um, it, it, it's challenging enough on a boat to cross the, uh, the pond, as they say, uh, let alone be the first one to fly out like that. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's a little much for me. Um, let's go over to a little pop culture. Uh, which I need plenty of sharpening up in, in, in that category. <laughs> but uh, back this week in 1873, Levi Strauss and Jacob Davis received a patent for blue jeans, producing one of the most popular pants in the world. Levi Strauss and Company is located at the company headquarters in San Francisco, California. And thank goodness for them because we all love our good old blue jeans. That's right. I mean, you know, nine days out of 10, I'm wearing them. So there we go. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this uh, day in, uh, well, this day, I say this week, rather, in 1997, on May the 20th, actually, uh, James Stewart, the uh, actor, good old Jimmy Stewart, passing away at the age of 89. Uh, his film career spanned from 1935 all the way to 1991 was his last film. He garnered five Academy Awards throughout that legendary career. Uh, in 1999, the American Film Institute, or AFI, uh, ranked him third on its list of the greatest American actors. And I remember seeing just a lot of Jimmy Stewart movies. Obviously, um, It's a Wonderful Life, one of the one of the most popular. Everybody sort of watches that at one point or another, it seems like, around the holiday season. Um, and then Mr. Smith Goes to Washington was another great uh, role of his uh, as well. So, boy, he, he just had a long, legendary career. If we have a little more time, back into pop culture. This week, uh, back in 1908, the first American horror movie, silent film, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde premiered in Chicago. The uh, story has gone through many uh, adaptations throughout the years, including books, television shows, movies, 
and appearances in multiple pop culture hits over the years. Yeah, boy, that, to talk about a a legendary story there too that has, uh, as you say, had many iterations over the past uh, you know, decades and centuries, it seems like. So there we go. A lot of great, interesting things happening this week in our history. And uh, well, that, that means that this show is now uh, history here, Ed. We've uh, really enjoyed it once again, uh, bringing all of this uh, great information, some insights, and uh, hopefully a lot of help to our listeners. So I thank you for bringing your knowledge uh, to us each and every week. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks for listening to Prosperity Principles. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit MyProsperityTeam.com or pick up the phone and call 386-228-5769. That's 386-228-5769. Not affiliated with the United States government. Edwin Cruz does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of their respective owners. AmeriLife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or of the results obtained from the use of this information. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer.